All right, let me tell you about RecTech. Um, there's a reason I want you to call right now. This week, this week only, when you call in, you're going to get 10% off everything site-wide. This is a very rare sale for RecTech. This is the first one I've ever seen them do. You can call them from your cell phone. Just dial pound 250 and say RecTech, and you get 10% off site-wide. That's pound 250 and say RecTech. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from RecTech. Uh, I've been talking about these guys for a year and a half. They are the best grill smokers, bakers out there. If you're a serious grilling person, this is a serious grill, the best out there. Just go to rectech.com or you can just use your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say rectech and you're going to save 10% site-wide. Do it now. Mr. Bill O'Reilly joins me next. Friday, so that always means that we have some information and some fun with Mr. Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. In a modern world like ours, where cyber criminals are working really hard to overtake regular criminals and be the dominant species of knuckle-dragging thugs, you have to be careful. You have to you have to keep an eye on everything, every internet source through which your money and your identity can be stolen. And if you're doing it the right way, that protection comes in the form of LifeLock. Look, nobody can watch everything all the time, but these guys are the best in the business. And if somebody does take your information, starts to spread it out, they not only send you a warning and say, hey, uh, we might have a problem here. They also have a, a, a dedicated team that just helps you clean it up. That's what really makes LifeLock different, I think. Nobody can prevent all identity theft, but this is what they do day and night. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK or call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK and you're going to save 25% now. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. Yes, it's Friday. And Bill O'Reilly, the author of Killing the Mob, the fight against organized crime in America, which is out right now. Bill, how are you, sir? I'm uh, paying attention, Beck. I'm ready to go. Okay. Give me the big story of the week, in your opinion. Joe Biden misleading the world in Philadelphia about the voting reform laws in certain states, including Texas, instead of going to Miami and delivering a stem winder of a speech in support of the Cuban people mm. who are desperately trying to get some freedom. Okay, so I, I, was gonna, I was a little shocked that it wasn't that you were leading with Philadelphia and not Cuba, but I like the way you, you turned that. You're exactly right. It, the combination of the two is astounding 
You know, my nickname is Mr. Always Right, Beck. Mm, I didn't know and, that. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, that's been for many, many decades. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only was it outrageous that the president of the United States would uh, try to stoke up racial hatred, which is exactly what he's doing. All right. He's not going in, analyzing and saying, you know, the new uh, election law in Texas is probably not uh, good for the country. And here's why not doing that. There's no specificity at all. All right. It's this is Jim Crow and uh, state of Texas hates blacks. That's what the president of the United States is doing at the same time. 90 miles away, there are millions of Cubans desperately trying to get help from the United States to achieve some semblance of freedom. Mm-hmm. And Biden does nothing. Why couldn't he have gone to Miami and made a speech in support of those people? Is there a reason on earth that he couldn't have done that? So when you step back, as I always do, to analyze the news in a way that is personal, I am extremely worried about this country because the leader of it, Joe Biden, is not only weak, but he's a foolish man. Foolish. That is the key word. And when you have the most powerful country on earth being led by a weak and foolish man, it's that's a big story. So you ask what the big story of the week is. There it is. Why do you say he's foolish? Because anybody in a position of power, would know that was an opportunity to be seized, to help downtrodden people. Mm, wait a minute. Not if you're not really in control, and the people that are in control are Marxists, and like Marxism, and like uh, Cuba right. and Fidel and his family. There is evidence pointing to the fact that Joe Biden does not run the government. That's <laughs> what he's told. I've said that many, many times. Right. But this one, this one transcends that fact. Because it's so easy to grasp. I mean, an eight-year-old could say, well, shouldn't we help those people, Daddy? You know? This this isn't a complicated infrastructure play that is basically trying to turn the government into uh, the entity that runs the private economy. That's what this is all about. But you didn't didn't say this. uh, You didn't say that Obama was foolish, did you? when he, he no wait 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 when he uh turned a blind eye and a deaf ear to the people who were rising up in um uh rising up in in iran no but he wasn't a foolish person because he calculated that it was worth it to him to make a nuclear deal with those people that was worth mm-hmm. more than confronting the mullers and alienating them of course trump mm-hmm. had the exact opposite exact opposite. So while I disagreed with Barack Obama's take, um, I saw what he was going for. What is Joe Biden going for by not mentioning Cuba in any serious way? There's no reason why he had to stoke racial hatred, which is what he did in Philadelphia, and totally ignore the cries for freedom out of Cuba. Well, the White House would say the White House would say that they're not ignoring it, that they have been very clear that those people are rising up because of the covid, the lack of covid vaccine. Look, he didn't do anything. He didn't give an address. He didn't do a QA. and a He put out a statement. Yeah, he puts out a statement on what kind of shoes he buys. 
So like, well, come on. And, and, you know, when you're, when you're at that level where there is an insurrection in Cuba and all you can do is a, a, a mealy mouth paper statement, then you know that the guy is a weak leader. And that's what it comes back to. So, you know, and I had a dinner with uh, some old friends, some of whom voted for Joe Biden on Tuesday. And I posed this exact same question. I looked at these guys and I said, look, I know you despise Trump. I know you voted for Biden because you don't like Trump. Everybody understands that. But are you happy and satisfied with the way Joe Biden is running the country? Um, The chins went down back pretty fast. There was no defense. Hmm. Well, that's good, except I don't think just the chins down is enough. I mean, we are in deep, deep trouble. Yeah. But that's that's not going to happen until people's wallets start to rip. And we're close to that because of the inflation. All right. So most people are self-involved. All right. They they don't really care about the Cubans or the Texas voting law. They're not dialed into this. Um, But every day when they see they have less money, that is going to be the crusher. And that's coming. Uh, may I ask you, Bill, because you're just slightly older than I am, um, you know, probably 60 years older. But wait, 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 wait. I am slightly older than you. That is true. But I am so much better looking that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> does it? Wow. Wow. If you have to beat up on the fat kid. That's really amazing. Anyway, um, so uh, have you seen, do you remember the 1960s? I'm sure you do well enough. When we were really in trouble in the 60s, is, did it feel like this or is this worse? This is worse than the 60s because in the 60s with the Vietnam, it was a one-issue play. There was civil rights, but Johnson, Lyndon Johnson, basically took care of that in the sense that they passed a wide, wide ranging um, agenda to help African-Americans as they should have. That legislation was good. Uh, The great society legislation that came after it wasn't right, but the civil rights legislation was. So you didn't have, uh, you know, you had the riots after Martin Luther King was assassinated and you had dissatisfaction, but primarily it was about Vietnam and the country was divided there. All right. And the media which was leaning against Vietnam and didn't like Richard Nixon as mm-hmm. he came in the late 1960s, wasn't as corrupt, nearly as corrupt as it is now. So now you get black news, uh, you get news blacked out. So you don't know what's really happening. So I would submit to you that the 79 people million people that voted for Joe Biden, they don't know how bad he is. Yeah, so that's 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 where I wanna that's where I wanted to go because I I don't remember I mean I remember President Nixon's enemies list, um, but what HHS said yesterday is terrifying and it should truly wake up every American. The First Amendment is over and done. If what the Surgeon General and the HHS uh, document that was produced yesterday Uh, comes to fruition they say that it is a civic and moral imperative that we limit the spread of health misinformation they said that they are they are now looking and identifying with social media 
They are flagging people that they believe are super spreaders of disinformation or misinformation. And they are working to flag, monitor, and see uh, the connections between these spreaders to silence them. I've never seen anything like that. Well, there certainly you know about the social media companies because you're one of the main targets of them. No, no, no. I know that, but this, this. I mean, I'm. Let me, let me no, quote. A, they yeah, are. They an extension. They this are working with them now, out yeah, front. This is it. COVID is being used as an extension to stop free dialogue. That's what it's being used for. So the progressive left says they always do this and they're very smart. They say, how can we we use the COVID stuff to destroy our opposition? All right. How can we do that? Well, one of the ways is to demonize anybody who may have a question about the vaccine. So let's do that. And that's what you're seeing. So it's, it's it, and I'm, I, I know we have, do we have to take a break? How long do we have? You have two, two or three minutes. Go ahead. All right. So I do a commentary on BillOReilly.com. It was my lead story on the No Spin News on Wednesday. And I said, look, you may have noticed that the attacks from the media are ramping up against Tucker Carlson, against other uh, visible mm-hmm. conservative slash traditional commentators, me, uh, and they come in a variety of different ways, all right? And you may have noticed in, in the last three or four weeks, these have really ticked up. Washington Post just eviscerated Carlson this week. This is no accident, all right? These people, it's like a club. They talk amongst themselves. They know what they're doing. Now, I knew when I um, put forth the Trump uh, show, the history show, and then interviewed him last week, you were off. I hope you saw that interview. Um, I knew that they were going to come after me personally, which they have. There's an article today that Trump shows not selling a lot of tickets. In fact, we sold, we have $7 million in the bank without one dime of marketing. Mm. Who, who on earth does that? Okay, but this is a political article. And it's insane, but I knew it was going to happen. And what the far left does, the progressive left does, and they are totalitarians, everybody listening to us, needs to know that they don't want free speech. They don't want robust debate. They want to eliminate their opposition. What they do is they seek to demonize anyone and they'll use COVID. They'll use Trump. They'll use uh, CTR, uh, critical race theory. I'm sorry, CRT. They'll use anything they can to try to destroy you. And that is the difference between now and the 1960s. The 60s you had demonstrations, you had people singing, you had, uh, right. you know, Ford and Ohio, all of that. But you didn't have this coordinated, very stealth effort backed by tens of millions of dollars by George Soros and these people. You didn't have that. So now the propaganda level is enormous. It has overridden the information level in this country. There's more blatant propaganda lies out there on a daily basis through social media than there is information. That's the first time in American history that's ever happened. And so you're going to see stark changes. This is a war. It is It's a war. Okay. And it's being waged on a variety of fronts and COVID is one of them. 
I just want to give the last line of uh, this um, HHS technology platforms now must prioritize early detection of misinformation, super spreaders and repeat offenders. Remember, misinformation is deemed anything that the government says is not the correct information. Prioritize early detection of misinformation, super spreaders and repeat offenders impose clear consequences for accounts that repeatedly violate platform policies. You know, this is the Stalin-Hitler um, blueprint. It is. That's what both of those men did. Mao Zedong didn't have to do it because nobody in China in 1949 had any uh, ability to get information. Right, right. But in Russia and, and, uh, and Germany, they did. And Cuba. Primarily, primarily <laughs> and and Venezuela, the same thing. No, no, but those societies were different back. So before Stalin and, and, and Hitler could really assume total power, they, they came up with stuff to demonize their opposition. Mm-hmm. All right. And then they spread that out just as it's happening today. Well, it's, so it's, it goes I to am, something. It goes to something that Joe Biden talked about in Philadelphia. And I want to talk to you about that here in a second. Let me give one minute. To LifeLock, in a modern world like ours where criminals are working really hard to overtake, you know, the regular knuckle-dragging thugs, you have to be really, really careful. And if you're doing it the right way, the protection comes in the form of LifeLock. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft is affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk of the Internet, and in an instant, a cybercriminal could harm what's yours. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats, and if they detect your information has been compromised, They're going to send you an alert. Plus, you'll have access to a dedicated restoration specialist if you become a victim. So nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions. But right now, you'll save up to 25% off the best in the business. It's LifeLock. Promo code BECK. LifeLock. Promo code BECK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Save 25% with the promo code BECK. 10 seconds. Station ID. I want to go I want to go right back to where we were, Bill, um, because there is something that is being said on television and the White House over and over and over again. And it's driving me out of my mind, because every time you see the left accuse somebody of doing something, they're doing it. The big lie. Just look this up. It is something that comes from Mein Kampf. And Hitler said the big lie is something, a lie so colossal that no one would believe somebody would have the, imp- the uh, um, uh, imp- impudence to, to uh, distort the truth and do it so just famously and come out and just tell people, oh, that's, that is the truth. These Jews, they were responsible for our loss in World War I. And that leads you to the execution of all those Jews. This is what they are saying right now. Donald Trump was was doing uh, trying to smear them when the big lie is is really what they're doing. Look, you're absolutely right. And that's the comparison that I was making before the break, that, that these techniques that have worked in the past in large nations like Germany and Russia are now being recycled here. Let's just stay on covid for a second. Now, from the very beginning, I told my audience on radio, television, and everywhere else that vaccines 
are necessary to protect you and this nation. Yes. And I took the vaccine as early as I could take it, and so has my family. I believe my eyes. Okay, I don't believe science because I don't have access to science, but I know that the United States is a lot better off now than it was 10 months ago. And I know that Donald Trump and this is our lead in the O'Reilly Trump history tour. All right. I know he did an amazing job getting this Mm -hmm. vaccine up and running and he himself believes in it. These are the things that I know and I can prove. But I don't mind dissenters on the vaccine. I think you're foolish if you don't take it. I think you're putting yourself and others in danger because this is such a vicious, vicious disease. But if you want to tell me, I'll listen to you. All right. That's called robust debate. That's called free speech. I don't want to shut down the people who won't take the vaccine. Right. But the opposition, the progressive left, does want to shut it down because if they succeed in shutting it down by sanctions, which is what where this is heading, okay, they can do it in other places. They can do it in race. They can do it in economy. So if they can win the COVID vax fight, then they can extend this kind of draconian. Correct. The government will tell you what you can and can't say. Remember, you, you, you cool. could go out and protest. You could go out and protest for BLM because uh, racism is putting the American health at risk. So it's did the same the argument. Did you see the BLM statement on Cuba? I did. Did you see the... Okay, so the, the BLM statement, which you can go and read for yourself, this is the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation, which has got $100 million from American corporations. They put out a statement that actually says the Cuban people's desire, all right, they want this government, this communist totalitarian government. And you're looking at it and you're going, are you kidding me? There hasn't been a free vote in that country in 45 years. And this is what Black Lives Matter puts out. If that doesn't tell you that they're a propagandistic outfit, then nothing ever will. So why are these companies pumping hundreds of millions of dollars into an outfit that's not going to tell you the truth? So I will tell you why next. And you already know it, Bill, because you referenced it uh, obliquely here just a few minutes ago. But I want to tell you something that I found in the Financial Times this weekend that nobody is talking about yet that I think is really important and I'd love to hear your comments on it. We do that in 60 seconds. Or maybe a little this more. Is the maybe Glenn a little program. Alright, let me tell you about Raycon. If you had a uh, pair of earbuds that, you know, didn't run out of uh, battery power halfway through your morning jog, I mean, wouldn't that be nice? What if you had a pair of earbuds that uh, earbuds that didn't fall out of your ears every time you slightly tilted your head in one direction or the other? What if you had a pair of earbuds that were comfortable? What if you had a pair of earbuds that didn't look like miniature white golf clubs sticking out of the side of your head? Wouldn't that be nice? Well, you can get them with a pair of Raycons. You're getting crisp, powerful sound at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons, they look great. They feel better. They stay in your ears because they have customizable gel tops that are included uh, with the uh, earphones or the earbuds, and they're comfortable. They'll go wherever you are. They're quick, seamless Bluetooth pairing in a compact charging case, and they stay charged for hours. Hours and hours and hours. Listen up. Raycon is offering 15% off all their products right now. Just go to buyraycon.com slash Beck. 
15% off at buyraycon.com slash Beck. Go there now, buyraycon.com slash Beck. All right, it's blazetv.com slash Glenn for your subscription to Blaze TV. You can save 10 bucks off that subscription with the promo code Glenn. More with Bill O'Reilly next. This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, Bill, it seems as though the entire world, the people of the entire world are rising up saying we don't want big government. We don't want global governance. We don't want these corporations pushing us around. We, we don't want a silencing of our voices. That seems to be the theme all around the world, from Hong Kong to Cuba, Venezuela, even Great Britain and the United States. But all around the world, there is something else going on. And you mentioned it earlier, these giant corporations. I want to give you something I found in the Financial Times. It was an opinion piece for sustainable finance to work. We need central planning is the name of it. Relying on the market might seem like a better bet if greenhouse gas emissions and other ex, uh, externalities were accurately reported, their costs taxed, prices changed, might show investments are or are not sustainable, blah, 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 blah. Upon closer co- consideration, however, this approach is found wanting. Tackling climate change requires transforming at least five provisioning, uh, provisioning systems, energy, transportation, buildings, industry, and agriculture. The price mechanisms struggles with coordinating rapid transformation at this scale uh, needs central uh, central planning instead of waiting for the market to speak a planning body whose uh, composition and accountability require careful consideration should formulate plans for each of the five systems globally so so the 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 central planners of the world the big banks the the big corporations they are all planning a Chinese-like society for us and going in the exact opposite direction. It, I mean, it, 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 it can't fail for people to see at least how ironic it is that we are going down one track while the people of Cuba are standing up and wanting to overthrow their government. Well, that's right. Um, and, but most people have no blanking clue what this is all about. So this... Uh, global warming play is an extension of the COVID play. And, and this is the first paragraph of our conversation today, um, about a half an hour ago, that you, the progressive left uses crisis to impose totalitarian methods. Mm-hmm. So whatever it may be now, okay, it's COVID. So if you don't believe in a vaccine, we're going to shut you down and maybe punish you. Well, if you don't believe in global warming, we're going to shut you down and maybe punish you. <laughs> I mean, you can see it. It's, it's so obvious. But the corporate intrusion, that is new. That's the new component. You've always had people in central government, the socialists, the communists, the fascists, always wanting to run the show and have nobody else right. say anything. But, but, they have the always, but they have always warned us about the corporate state. Now they're yeah. in bed with a corporate state. The corporate state is, I want to make as much money as I can possibly make. Yes. But now it's extended a little bit. Mm-hmm. So here's what I picked up. And uh, because you were off, what, a month and a half? We have <laughs> um, this was an amazing pickup. And I think I'm the only one 
that reported it in the United States of America. In the theme parks of Disney in Orlando and Anaheim, the announcers no longer say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That's out. That's gone. And the reason it's gone is because it's not inclusive. So this is right back to 1984, George Orwell. So the Disney Corporation, which is the worst of all the corporations in the United States, in my opinion, and that's ABC, they run everything, all right? They have basically said to their personnel, you're going to do exactly what we tell you to do, and you cannot say ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls anymore because we don't want you to. So when you extend that, Yes, Disney has a right to tell its employees what they can and can't say. Unfortunately, if you work for a corporation, they can tell you what you can and can't say. All right. That's why you saw Stephen A. Smith apologize to the baseball player, Otani, because the ESPN told him to apologize. All right. Now, if I were Stephen A. Smith, who I like very much, I would have apologized as well. I didn't think that what he said had any validity at all. Otani doesn't want to speak English. Fine. If I played baseball in Japan, I probably wouldn't learn Japanese. So what's a big deal? All right. But the corporations can order you to say or not say anything. But that now is extending into our whole life, our whole life. And that's what the totalitarian left wants. It has an alliance now with corporate America. Now, worldwide, it's not going to matter because Chinese are never going to do anything that uh, is going to help global warming. No, but but wait, but wait, but China is getting a pass. We are yeah, our corporations are conforming <laughs> to China while telling us to conform to something else. But but that's the whole that's the whole look in a free society like America. You know, this is the problem. America is the problem. We have to shut down free speech in America. There's no free right. speech in China. Have to so, worry about them. What is They're the already totalitarian left? What's the big play with with uh, uh, Blinken when it comes to the UN? What's the? I know it's to embarrass the United States, but why is that so important that he went and said we want we want the worst abusers in the world to come into America and judge us on our racial past? Anthony Blinken is the Secretary of State. I'll submit to the Glenn Beck audience that less than 1% of the American population know that. Yes. It's not a, he's not exactly Henry Kissinger out there, okay? Yes, yes. All right. So nobody knows who he is. He can wander into the U.N. and they probably patted him down. They didn't know who he was. Well, he could wander into the White House and he may not know, the president may not know who he is, but that's a different story right. entirely. He certainly would misspell his first name. He yeah. put an H in there. Right. There's no H. Okay. So anyway, somebody told him, probably Susan Rice, hey, you got to go over and and say this because this is part of the progressive agenda to demonize the United States of America, okay, and to make the world think that we're a racist country, and this is what we want to do so we can break down our entire system and build up a binary country, a non-racist country. So, Anthony, you know, here's what you say, and that's what happened. But here's something really interesting that I also picked up. Um, The United States is 
still remains the most vibrant society on earth in the sense that we still have, and oh, it's getting very, very difficult because you get punished now uh, if you go against the orthodoxy, the liberal orthodoxy. But we still have enough outlets so that people can hear both sides of the story. Okay? In other countries, you don't have that. Yet, in other countries, they have a nationalistic press. So if you watch the uh, European soccer championship last Sunday, you saw all the athletes in Britain, in England, and in Italy sing their national anthem. Mm -hmm. They were singing. The camera panned it. Now, if you look at American athletes, they're spitting tobacco, they're scratching uh, their other parts, they're, you know, I mean, it's like, sing? Forget it. Why? And you saw no one kneel during the anthems. They knelt before, but they didn't kneel during. Because if they did, their country's media would kill them. But not here. They lionize them here. Colin Kaepernick, nobody would know who he was if he didn't kneel down. Nobody would know. He wasn't that good. All right? He was not going to make his rep on the field. But here, if you uh, object to your country, if you downgrade your country... The media celebrates you, generally speaking. In England and Italy, no. Okay, so is this is this just trying to, because meanwhile, while we're doing this, the people who want freedom in Hong Kong, in Venezuela, in Cuba, they take to the streets carrying American flags. So is this just to try to convince the rest of the world, whatever you ever thought about America, it was wrong. It's a horrible, bad place. Yes, that's what it is. I mean, all you have to do is go into these far-left websites and see the vitriol. Look, Beck, you and I both have suffered, suffered because of attacks on us by the progressive left. Mm -hmm. Because they don't like what we say. Because generally what you and I say, we don't agree on everything, but we agree that America is noble. Right. And that it is not a racist, terrible country. Yeah, because it isn't. It's not always okay? acted but noble, but you it... And I hold that, right. Because, because you and I hold that opinion, mm-hmm. we have to be punished. Now, thank God there are enough Americans that agree with us that we can make a good living and we can speak our minds. Thank God for those people. But we are subjects here of, of being destroyed. They want to destroy us because they hate America so much, and we don't. And you, you in your podcast this week, uh, and I heard a little of it, on the, on the lady who's saying the subversion about children in public schools, in some oh, ways, yeah. not all. Yeah. Not all, but in some. The subversion is deadly. Yeah. Imagine if you are a little black child, if you're six or seven, and you're hearing all of this. You hate white people. You don't understand I know. why. I know. But you're being taught to hate white people. You're hating the kid in the desk next to you if they're white. It's crazy. Yes, because the kid next <clears throat> to you is white, and he has all this, and you don't have anything, and the white people put your ancestors in chains. This is what little children are being taught. I, 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 how much time we got? Uh, we've got about a minute. Okay. So I was at a restaurant last night. I'm out in Eastern Long Island, and I went in. And uh, there was a hostess was African-American and she had a little son. The son must have been six. So it's my um, what I do is I when I see a little kid, I always fool around with the little kid. OK, and just, hey, how are you? What's your name? That kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. just to be smelling their hair. 
Yeah, and I'm yeah. telling a joke, and I want that's what I do. This right. kid would not look me in the would not look me in the eye. I mean, and it was it was beyond. It wasn't like he wasn't curious. It was like head down immediately. And I said, "I'm going to go to school. I'm great. Yeah, but I could tell. I could just tell. All right. She hated um, you already. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's happening. And that's what the progressive media and the corporations in the USA they're fostering that. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Why did she hate you? I mean, she's not reading, you know, rags like the beast. Why is she hate this? Because you were white? Yeah. I'm this big six foot four white guy. And, and you know, I, I could be wrong. Maybe the kid was just overly shy, but I don't think so. Because he was smiling in this way and there were other African Americans around. And, and I'm saying to myself, if I were a, an African American child between the ages of five and 12, and I was getting fed this every single day, I, I wouldn't like white people either. Hmm. Bill, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate it. We'll talk to you again uh, next week. As, as long as the, the two of us can broadcast, we will broadcast. Um, yeah, thank you. And we'll, and we'll give an honest appraisal, and people are free to disagree. Yep. And also, people back are free to read Killing the Mob. <laughs> and that really, that really. You gotta love capitalism. You really do. Special. Yeah. Bill Bill O'Reilly, thanks a lot, Bill. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, You can get Killing the Mob wherever books are sold. Uh, Life is busy, and I get that. Sometimes it feels like the moment you open your eyes in the morning until the moment you finally get to close them at the end of the day, everything else is like, go, 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 go. If you're fiscally responsible, you should find a little time in your day to give the mortgage consultants over at American Financing a quick call. Here's what that call is going to do for you. They're going to look over your finances and see if there's some areas that could be improved. Maybe you're paying too much for a mortgage percentage rate. It's way too high. You could benefit from a refi that won't start your loan over. That's really critical. Maybe you have things like uh, credit card debt with insanely high percentage rates. You could get that out from underneath you and you stop paying 15, 18, 20 percent on your credit cards. Start paying 2 percent on your credit card loan that could get your debt under control quickly you could save hundreds if not a thousand dollars every single month they don't work for the bank they work for you it's american financing at 800-966-2440 1-800-966-2440 call them now or go to americanfinancing.net american financing nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. I'm just, uh, it's Friday, so I was, I was just showing uh, Sarah in the control room uh, my ability to make the sound of a kitty cat in a bucket. I can do that. Uh, Radio Hall of Fame stuff. Radio Hall of Fame stuff. Why is the kitty cat in the bucket? You don't want to know. You just don't want to know. Uh, all right. Well, it is uh, Friday. We have Governor Abbott on uh, with us in just a second. He is the. That's a kitty cat in the bucket again. Uh, he is. What? Look, I am a I'm a sound effect machine. And in the old days, we didn't have all these buttons and technologies. And somebody would say, hey, I need the sound of a kitty cat in a bucket. And you'd be like. And I could do it. I could do it. 
But anyway, um, that's when we talked about, you know, the best uh, the best way to keep a cat clean is uh, to drown him in a bucket. Um, anyway. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? That's probably politically incorrect now, is it? You're not allowed we're to say the, anything, let alone We're past that. the days of killing <laughs> kitty cats in a bucket. Yeah. Anyway, um, Governor Abbott is with, right now the cat people are like, there he goes again. Why? Why? Always with the cats. Because they suck. Okay? Dogs should eat all cats. Anyway. Um, this is going to be fun. This is, I'm glad for the people who are screening the phones, this is going to be, it's always a joy when you decide to go down this road just to torture people. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. so the, um, uh, how many times do I have to start this sentence? Okay, Greg Abbott is coming up next. He's the governor of the great state of Texas. I wonder if anything has been happening in the great state of Te- Oh, you know what? What a coincidence. We have him on the week that all of the Democrats flee the state. We're going to ask him if there's some sort of government program that we can get the rest of the Democrats to flee the state. Uh... I have so many jokes that I would make right now that I'm not going to make because, gosh darn it, Glenn Beck has become an enlightened, good Christian man. This is the Glenn Beck program. (laughs)